welcome back to the Lucky Girl Podcast, your go-to podcast for creating your dream life. I'm your host, Alexi Prieto, and I hope you're ready to enter your luckiest era ever. Hello, lucky girls. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy New Year. I am so excited. This is the first episode of 2024. I am so excited. If you don't know, we took two weeks off in the beginning of this year to reset, revamp, revive, get everything set and ready for this year, which is going to be our luckiest year ever. I have been thinking about the podcast nonstop these past two weeks. I have been thinking about my goals for this year. I've been thinking about what I want to do this year, what I don't want to do this year. And that made me realize that this episode is really important. And I think it's a great episode to start off the new year with. This episode is all about my ins and outs of 2024. But before we get too deep into that, let's go ahead and get our social medias out of the way. It's okay if you don't follow us yet, but if you want to follow the podcast Instagram, it is going to be at Lucky Girl Pod. That's L U C K Y G I R L P O D. I post our weekly recaps. I post some very aesthetic pictures and just some, maybe some quotes here and there. I just love the podcast Instagram. I've been really trying to better it and make it look aesthetic and conducive to what the podcast is really about. So, Go ahead and follow that. If you want to follow my personal life, if you're wondering what I was up to in the last two weeks, don't worry, I will tell you. However, if you want to see it for yourself, it is going to be at Lexi G Prieto. That's L-E-X-I-G-P-R-I-E-T-O. I also have a YouTube channel that I posted a vlog on. I have a TikTok as well as a Pinterest, and they are all the same handle as well. So it's Lexi G Prieto. Once again, that's L-E-X-I-G-P-R-I-E-T-O. Guys, I have so much lined up for this year. When I tell you, like, it's in it's in the agenda. We're ready. We're excited. I'm talking about special guests. I'm talking about podcast studios, hopefully. I'm talking about perhaps some moving, just a whole lot of things that are planned for this year, perhaps some travel vlogs. I'm just super excited. So I want you guys to follow along on this journey. And the beginning of the year is the best time to follow my life because, you know, you get to see my life in an entire year. And I will say I started the podcast April of last year. So you guys have never met January me. You guys had never met winter me until now. So hi, <laughs> I'm very excited to be a part of this journey with you and to be able to be a positive force in your life. That is just very, very exciting to me. But without further ado, let's go ahead and hop right into our lucky girl segments of the week, starting with our weekly recap, more like past couple of weeks recap, because like I said, I have been doing a lot of planning in the past couple of weeks. First things first, let's go ahead and get into what I look like. I changed my hair. Guys, I got a haircut. It wasn't too big of a haircut, okay? Um, I chopped it to just below my shoulders to kind of my collarbone. So I am feeling very, very confident. I love it. It is so cute. There's a Gracie Abrams song um, she says that maybe I'll move to Boston, cut my hair in the way I wanted. And 
I'm not moving to Boston, but <laughs> I, the, with the second she, I cut my hair, I was like, this song is my song right now. Like I love, I cut my hair in the way I wanted and I'm not, I wasn't thinking about anybody else when I cut my hair, like I was thinking about myself and it was just a very healing moment to cut my hair. So I was very happy about that. I have been really focused on, or I guess refocused on fitness and positive body movement. Um, one of my goals for this year is to get personal trainers certified. Uh, I want to go through NASM and get my certification just so I can understand more about why we work out the way we work out, what our muscle groups are, you know, the mind to body connection. I was just talking to my sister about that, how cool it is to me. I genuinely enjoy working out, not for the workout aspect, but for the aspect that it makes my mental health better. It makes me happy. It makes me feel more positive. It makes me feel energized and excited. And I want to learn why. I want to learn the scientific reason behind that. So that is what I've been really focusing on in the past couple of weeks of really wanting to learn more. I will say mentally, I am very, very proud of myself for all of the growth that I have been through. I have really, within the new year, I really let go of everything that happened to me last year. You know, I'm not saying that I'm forgetting about it. I'm not saying that I'm just going to walk away from it, but I'm going to take value in the lessons that I learned, not the things that had happened. So that is what I've been truly focusing on the past couple of weeks. And I am very excited to share that with you and to continue on our healing happy girl journey and just have the best year ever. I just know that this year is going to be absolutely insane. I'm just so genuinely, deeply so excited for this year. I just, I can't even get into that. Moving on from our weekly recap, let's go ahead and get into our lucky girl obsessions of the week. The first lucky girl obsessions of the year. I have too many to list, but I will start with my absolute favorite thing that I was given for Christmas. My wonderful best friend had gifted me this incredible intention journal. It's by the brand Inside Then Out, and it's called the Dig Deeper Intention Journal. And it is, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a journal where you set your intentions. It has a question at the very top and you answer it and it's, it's a shadow work journal and it's supposed to help you kind of unblock and unlock these things that you, you want. And a couple of the of the questions that really made me think, and I had already had this um, episode written out when I was writing this, that helped me a lot with this episode one day the question is, what do I want to do less of? And the next day is, what do I want to do more of? And the very first question in this journal is, who are you no longer willing to be? And I loved the wording of that question so much because a lot of the times you get asked, who do you not want to be? Who are you trying to give up? Whatever. But it's that word willing. Who are you no longer willing to be? What are you no longer willing to do? How are you going to get to becoming a better person? Because simply you cannot live any other way. And I love that word willing. And it really, it really helped me so much. And it was the first question in the journal. It's like your first page that you write. 
And it really excited me for this episode because I was like, this is exactly the overlying theme of this episode of our ins and outs is who are we no longer willing to be and who are we fighting to become? So that was my first obsession. I really love the journal. I've been journaling every single day. And my second lucky girl obsession, if you guys know, we're in winter right now. If you live in the States, it's been very, very cold. I live in California and and everyone would think that it would just be sunny 24-7, but it is incredibly cold in California right now. But the sun is out and I make sure to get those sun rays any way I can. So in my backyard, I have this swing set, which is very, very cute. And it's right under an orange tree. And my lucky girl obsession of this week, it's not a thing, it's more of an experience. It's sitting on that swing underneath the orange tree with the sun rays shining through the tree and, you know, illuminating the leaves, kind of making the shadows dance and just writing in my journal and grounding myself and just finding those peaceful, soft moments that I love so much in life. And every time I feel like that, it just genuinely makes me so happy. I guess that's what my lucky girl obsession is. Those soft moments in my life. Because last night I was sitting in my bed reading a book. I had mood lighting, you know, my beautiful like orangish lighting that I have with my flowers in the windowsill. And I just remember thinking as I'm reading this book, I was just thinking if anybody looked at my life from a third person right now in this moment, you would think that is such a peaceful little life that she's living. She's just sitting there. She's reading. She, you know, Phoebe Bridgers was playing and it was just soft music. And I just felt so hopeful and so excited. And those moments are what I love most in life. And I definitely feel it a lot when I'm recording the podcast and when I'm talking to you guys, because, you know, I feel that softness and I feel that connection that human connection that we have with each other of truly the reason you're here and the reason I'm here is for the exact same reason. It's because we want to grow and we want to become better people. And I think that is the most beautiful thing in the world. And it's very, it's very lovely to know that that is what this podcast is about. So thank you for being a part of this and thank you for being here. You know, I love you guys so much, but we are going to move on to the last lucky girl segment which is what has made me feel lucky this week. Honestly, these past couple weeks have been very good for me. I've been growing and learning a lot. And what has truly made me feel lucky is this optimism in my heart and this excitement for what's to come. Because, you know, in life, it's very easy to just be woe is me, you know, only bad things happen and, you know, but it's, It takes practice and it takes time and it takes a certain type of someone to find some beauty in a hard life. It's having that optimism in our life that really excites me for for what's to come. So that is what has made me feel lucky this week. Without further ado, we are going to hop right into episode 31, The Lucky Girls, Ins and Outs of 2024. To begin this episode, I want to have a little talk about the stigma behind New Year's resolutions. As we all know, 
people set New Year's resolutions, kind of like goals to live throughout the year and goals to make come true. With that being said, there's a lot of stigma behind New Year's resolutions. There's a lot of people that hate New Year's resolutions and think that they don't work, think that they're pointless. And there's a lot of people that swear by New Year's resolutions. So let's talk a little bit about why New Year's resolutions can be negative. I think when you set this unrealistic standard for your life and you have no follow through, no want, no desire, you you are going to fail. I'm going to say that right now because as we well know, the law of manifestation goes hand in hand with the law of action in the universal laws. So you can manifest anything you want in this life. But you also have to be willing to work for the things you are manifesting. So, for example, if I manifest, I am so grateful that I am a successful businesswoman and a six-figure earning human by the end of this year. Okay, cool. You have those manifestations out into the universe. Now the universe is going to give you things Now that it knows what you want, you have set that standard of what you want, the universe is going to be throwing things at you for you to use, to act on. So I had just said, I want to be a successful businesswoman. Okay, what if the universe throws a business opportunity at me? And what if I'm just like, oh, no, it's okay. I already manifested that I'm going to be a successful businesswoman. I don't have to do any work. That business opportunity just passed me. Um, I, like I said, I want to be a successful businesswoman, a job opportunity comes to me. No, it's okay. I, I already told the universe I'm going to be a successful businesswoman that has passed me. There's an opportunity to make a ton of money to be a six figure earner. And I'm like, Oh no, it's okay. Cause the universe already told me that I'm going to make six figures that, you know, that has passed me, you know? So The universe is constantly sending you tests and sending you signs, sending you change. Maybe it's hard change, you know? Maybe you might have to lose a job in order to get a better one, to get your ass in gear, whatever it may be. But the universe is constantly sending you things, especially after you manifest these things. The universe is going to start throwing things at you to see what you catch, to see how you are going to act on the things that you are manifesting. So, for example, this is a personal example. In... October, I had manifested that I wanted to change and upgrade and become a better person, become a wiser and smarter and more intelligent person. And then I had gotten a call that I needed to move within the month. And immediately I was like, this is the worst thing that could happen. This is so scary. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have to move. Like, that's terrible. That's horrifying. And then it turned out for the better. I, the universe said, okay, I hear your manifestations. You want it. You want change. You want change for the better. You want to grow. Okay, cool. Here's something. Catch. I caught it. I did what I had to do. I moved. And now I live in pretty much my favorite place I've ever lived in the most beautiful, like little area where I feel safe and where I feel like I'm bettering myself and bettering my life. Within that same timeline, within October, I was also going through immense heartbreak. And that was another thing. The universe was like, here, catch. You want to grow as a human? You want to grow as a person? Here, catch. Make this something good. Act on it. 
act on bettering yourself. So whenever you manifest, the universe will be go right there alongside you. Okay, got it. I got what you want to manifest. Now catch, get something out of it, act on it. So that is why I genuinely like New Year's resolutions, because if you have this manifestation and then you act on it, then that's perfect. And, you know, all of your health and wellness girlies will say how much we love timelines. I genuinely, I love the start of the season. I love the start of a month. I love the start of a year. I love clean, fresh slates in the beginning of things. It's almost easy to start new because your brain is like, okay, cool, fresh slate for sure. Instead of maybe like, whatever, January 16th, I want to be like, okay, now I want to, now I'm ready. It's still possible. It's just a little harder because your brain is having to work through these unconscious biases of, oh, it's too late. Like you you should start in the new month, like whatever. But that's why New Year's resolutions are fun and they're easy because you can set them in the new year. As long as you act on them, they will always, always, always come true. And I want you to truly believe that. But I do understand the stigma behind it of being like, why set it now? Why wait till the new year's to set an intention? I just think honestly, the answer is it's easy for our brain. It's a groove that already lives within our brain of new year's resolutions, new month resolutions, like whatever it may be. It's already a groove that's easy for our our brain to take a path on, you know? But like I said, you don't need new year's to set your resolutions. You can set them right now. You can create this as your new groove. It just might take a little more work in your brain, but it is completely possible. So I understand the stigma behind New Year's resolutions, but I personally really enjoy them. I did them. I wrote mine out. Me and my sister have this thing that I think she found online, but we write our New Year's resolutions as well as kind of a physical description of what we want to look like by the end of the year. And then we hold up our our paper take a picture with it and then we, you know, we act on it, we work on it and December 31st, 2024, we will take a new picture of how we look, like what goals we've achieved, how we looked throughout this year, see, you know, how far we've gotten. And another thing I love about New Year's resolutions is some people like will write like the craziest things and, you know, not all of it has to come true. And that is something that I'm really passionate about within manifesting too. It will all come true eventually, but not all of it has to come true within the timeline that you have written. And that's kind of what New Year's resolutions kind of falter and lack is that there's a time, there's a ticking time bomb on it. So you want to do all this by the end of the year. So if you end up not doing it by the end of the year, it is not the end of the world. As long as you're continuously acting on it, it will happen eventually. It's just to have faith. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that before we got into this episode because this episode is a lot about what we want to bring in for this year and what we are ready to leave behind and say goodbye to for this year. And I am very excited and a lot of this is in my resolutions because a lot of my resolutions are very mental based of like, I want to become a better person. I want to grow as a human. Um, So let's go ahead and hop right into the ins and outs of 2024. How I'm going to do this is I'm going to hop. So I'm going to start with an in and then I'm going to do an out. So we are going to start with the in of this year. So we can start a little silly, not as deep. My in for this year is bows and red clothing. I 
adore that red is the color of the season this year and it's been the color of my life i have genuinely loved the color red for quite some time i have always said or maybe not always but for the past like i would say probably five years i have said that valentine's day is my favorite holiday not because i ever have a partner but because i love red and pink together i love hearts i love chocolate so i am very excited to get more into this like red aesthetic as well as these bows these cute frilly um like feminine energy and i just find that really really beautiful especially within like a corporate world of being a businesswoman i am so excited to hone my style between businesswoman and feminine you know couture and just you know that pure excitement of finding a balance between that and I think that's truly who I am. I'm just very, very excited to get into that. My out for this year is boring clothes. I am so tired of putting on the same outfit over and over again. I will say one of my ends is outfit repeating. I do think outfit repeating should be way less judged than it is because those clothes, that outfit that you put together... If it's slay, if it's good, then it deserves it. But I am so tired of boring clothing. I want to up my game. And something that my style has always really, really, really been is different, I think. I have always, especially when I lived in Florida, everyone thought I was so crazy for the things that I wore. But it's just because I would wear what made me feel good, what made me feel pretty, what made me feel confident. And it was it wasn't always comfortable but it was always very stylish and I will say that. So getting into the more serious ins and outs, I, one of my ins for 2024 is looking inside and finding who I am to my core. We talked about this in episode 26, so I highly recommend if this is also an in for you to listen to that episode because it is chock full of a lot of really good tips and a lot of you know, just really interesting ways to think about life. But something that I find really important that I had realized last year is I wasn't as strong as I thought I was within myself. I thought I knew who I was. I thought I knew, you know, I I thought that nobody could ever tear me down. I thought nobody could ever change the perception of who I am. And then I went through something when somebody had told me that I'm not who I say I am and I'm not deserving of things and it shattered me completely changed my perspective on life changed my perspective of who I am I I literally went through this immense immense imposter syndrome of like maybe I'm not who I say I am maybe I'm not a kind person maybe I'm not genuine maybe I'm not authentic you know everything that I thought I once was maybe I'm not And it's only recently that I've been realizing as I'm doing the shadow work and working through myself is that person's perception of me is just that, their perception. It is not who I am to my core. And that is what we talked about in episode 26. And I highly recommend, like I said, listening to that again, because it is a really good episode. But I am now, I can safely say that I feel more stable within myself and I feel stronger and wiser and I know who I am and there are values that I hold and things that I I know I am that not a single person can take away 
And the universe has tested me recently, once again, brought back up of, you know, somebody, somebody's perception of me changing and somebody, it's the same person, but them once again, finding a place in my life again and telling me that I'm not who I say I am and, you know, just whatever it is that they had said to try to tear me down because that's what it was, honestly. Like, it wasn't anything of, like, truthfulness. It was just to tear me down. But this time, instead of being like, oh, maybe I'm not who I say I am, this time I shut it down so quick and I was like, no, I know who I am. And just because your perception of me changed doesn't mean that I changed. Doesn't mean that the reality of who I am is different. And that's what I say to people who I've also have fallen off with in life. Maybe my perception, my perception of them has changed. I will never say ever in life, you're a bad person. You don't deserve this. You don't do this. You don't do this. Because something that's really important to understand as humans is the world is through our perception. That doesn't make our perception the world. So this person, I had told her, I said, you have not changed. Nothing about you has changed, but my perception of you has changed greatly. That is not the sum of who you are, but it is the sum of who you are to me. Therefore, you cannot have a place in my life. And having that growth has really helped me get through that. So I, one of my ends is to continue to look inside and find out who I am to my core and put those values and, you know, create steel out of them and keep them there. Moving on to one of my outs is worrying about other people's perception of me. How interesting that we're talking about this. I am ready to let go of genuinely what other people think of me. It is something that I feel as though I have struggled with a lot in my life and it comes from a deep-rooted insecurity of A, a a fear of failure and B, the fear that I am never enough. And those are two things that are greatly ingrained in me that I'm working past, that I'm trying really hard to heal. And those are internal biases that I've had for quite a long time in my life. But last night, oh my God, I should have told you guys about this in the weekly recap. Last night, like I said, I was listening to Phoebe Bridgers, listening, you know, mood lighting, everything. And she has a song called Waiting Room. That's quite a sad song and she had, she sings, I know it's for the better. I know it's for the better. And she sings it over and over and over again. And I was laying on my floor and I was looking at my mirror as I was saying, I know it's for the better. And I was just looking at myself and I started seeing, you know, little Lex when I was six years old and Lex when I was 13, Lex 18, Lex 20. Lex when I was 21 and going through all of this and I was just seeing her and seeing how she didn't deserve anything that happened to her. The bad that happens to you, you don't deserve it. You don't deserve that heartbreak. You didn't deserve, you know, people walking out in your life, not having a family, whatever it is that you go through, you are a good person and things happen to good people because the universe gives it to us to grow because They know that we will value that. Something I do a lot whenever I have a negative thought or something negative happens to me, it's a grounding technique. I think of myself as part of the universe, which we are. 
And whenever I have a negative thought, um, something negative happens to me, whatever it is, I imagine this thought, this experience, whatever. I always say, I bring it back to the earth so it can be replanted into something more beautiful. So I think about these negative energies, you know, you know, whatever. I What if genuinely think about it as like negative energy. Think about it as like a black orb, whatever. You put it back into the earth. The earth reuses that just like anything else in life, any decomposing thing. The earth eventually uses it as a nourishment. And from that nourishment, you can create something beautiful. You can create your garden, a very beautiful garden. That's something you've always wanted. So whenever I go through hard things, whenever I go through bad experiences and I'm ready to let go, I always, always give it back to the earth to be replanted as something more beautiful, to be repurposed as something more beautiful. So that is really what I've been focusing on. And I have been genuinely learning how to stop caring about what other people think and stop putting value in other people's perception because other people's perceptions are greatly, greatly, greatly biased by their lives and what they've been through that have nothing to do with me. So now that I have that knowledge, I'm really working on it and I'm really proud of myself for it. The next in for 2024 is saying less and doing more. And I have definitely, I have genuinely been thinking about this so much because I am somebody with big goals. I am somebody that wants things and I'm a very passionate person and sometimes I will speak on it and then change my mind and decide to not do it, whatever, which is fine and completely valid and completely human, but I am tired of speaking on things and giving people power to put negative energy into my life. So instead, I'm going to be saying less and doing more. And, you know, when they see me do it, they see me do it and they'll see that experience and they'll see me. They don't need to know that it was always a goal of mine. Nobody in this life, and it goes back to stop worrying about what other people think of me, but nobody needs to know that I've always wanted to do this. Nobody needs to know that whatever is a goal of mine is a goal of mine when I do it. You know, it. they can see me experiencing it, but they don't need to know that it is a big deal to me, you know, unless I share that with them. And that is one of the outs of 2024 is autopilot living. So just genuinely just coasting through life, never thinking about anything, just not caring, just genuinely living in autopilot. I want to genuinely question everything that I do. Why am I doing it? Am I doing it for somebody else or am I doing it for myself? Am I doing it to better myself or will this make me feel worse about myself? Whatever it is, I want to question everything and that's super, super important. We have two more ins and outs of each and I really, really, really want to take the time to talk about the last two ins because they are incredibly important and I genuinely, genuinely cannot wait to implement this into my life and I already have started and it feels so good and I want to talk about driving forces in life. I had heard this from, I don't remember who, somebody on social media was talking about driving forces and how, oh, it was Julia Fox, <laughs> which is so funny to find value, like that I saw what she was saying and I took great value in it. I think she's honestly such a smart woman and she really does not care about what anybody else thinks and I think she's great, but 
she was talking about driving forces. She was talking about in ways of relationships, how she will not date somebody who doesn't have a driving force. And that clicked in my brain because driving forces are essentially your passions in life. What's driving you? What's making you excited? And we all know people in life that don't have driving force, that don't have passion, that don't have any want for life. They're comfortable. You know, I grew up watching people like that. My mom's like that. My dad's like that. I grew up with people that didn't, that weren't goal oriented, that weren't excited for life, that were completely ready to coast through life and live life how many years they're living in the exact same way they've always been, never wanting more. So from a young age, I've had this driving force and I had known that I was different from, you know, my, my parents because I knew that I wanted more. So this year, my in is focusing on my driving forces and propelling them and working on them and really genuinely holding value in them and truth, truly, truly prioritizing my passions because I, I can safely say that every time I'm prioritizing my passion, I see myself growing as a human. I, my life looks brighter. I feel happier. You know, everything just, it's like you're looking through life with clearer eyes whenever you're prioritizing your passions because you're seeing the life that you desire. I also think that it's really, really important to spend and value time with people that value you. I've always genuinely enjoyed living or being on my own, you know, being my own best friend, doing things by myself, solo coffee dates, you know, whatever. I've been that way for many years since I moved out to California. It's really hard to match up schedules with your friends as an adult and it's almost impossible to just be on the same wavelength as people sometimes so I've always really valued spending time on my own I've really valued learning more about myself essentially like dating myself and I've done it for three years and it wasn't until last year that I had realized how much I thoroughly enjoy being by myself however how much I truly value spending time with people that make me feel good and I have a wonderful wonderful group of friends a small circle that makes me feel good that makes me feel valued that makes me feel on top of the world and anybody looking on my life on the outside would think oh she's probably lonely because she spends a lot of time on her own but what they don't see is that I hold a lot of value in being alone And for the most part, I choose to be alone. But having those friends that if I do want to spend time with other people, they're there for me and we have each other and we have this this bond. It makes me feel so good. And I really want to put more value in that of spending time with people that value you, whether that be yourself or be your friends or whatever. And the out, the opposite of that is spending less time and feeling less obligated to spend time with people that don't value you that don't find important importance in you that make you feel small that was a big thing of last year of saying goodbye to people that made me feel small in life and I want to continue that continue to not feel obligated and once again that obligation goes all the way back to caring about what other people think because once you let go of that caring of what other people think People that think you're bad for not wanting to be obligated to hang out with people that 
don't align with your values are not people that are meant to be in your life, you know? So I want to say goodbye to that. And the last out for 2024 that was really important is I want to say goodbye to anything that makes you question your ends. So anything that makes you feel like, okay, for example, the first, very first end was looking inside and finding who I am to my core. What if there's an out, there's, whether it be somebody or something or a situation, whatever, that makes you think that's selfish for wanting to better yourself. That's selfish. Somebody's making you feel selfish. Okay, then that's your out. You got to go because it's not selfish and you have to find value in your ends. So anything that makes you question your ends needs to be out. And with that being said, that is the end of this episode. I'm really excited for this new year and all the plans that we have for 2024. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of the Lucky Girl podcast. Thank you for being a part of the Lucky Girl family and sharing this with your friends. Thank you for leaving a five-star rate and review wherever you are. I love you. I hope you have the best day and I will see you next Wednesday for a new episode of the Lucky Girl podcast.